Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning, and today my guest is Constance Claire Newman, an Alexander Technique teacher in the San Francisco Bay Area. Her website is ConstanceClaire.com. We'll put a link to it next to the interview. Welcome to the show, Constance. Hi, thank you. And we're going to talk today about sexuality and the Alexander Technique. And I'd like to begin with just a little bit about how you came to the Alexander Technique in the first place and then how you became interested in the connection with sexuality. Great. Okay. Uh, Like many people, I came to the Alexander Technique as a performer and as someone in pain. I had uh, a chronic lower back problems, uh, sciatica, and uh, mm, diagnosed with various various things. Um, and I was still young <laughs> and still uh, determined, and I would just kind of push through the pain and go to many, many dance classes and many rehearsals and uh, just do as much as I can with doing dealing with the pain as little as possible. Um, I joined Anne Bleithenthal and Dancers, uh, which is now a 25-year company. Anne Bleithenthal is um, the artistic director, and she's an Alexander Technique teacher also here in the Bay Area. And uh, her choreography, I think, is influenced quite a lot by the ideas of Alexander. So dancing for her and coming from a ballet background... I had certain patterns and habits that were particular to to ballet and uh, perhaps not the greatest training in ballet. And I had difficulty expressing her choreography, her modern and much freer, open, um, and less held uh, choreography. So she suggested that I take lessons, and I did. I actually took lessons with another Alexander Technique teacher so as to keep... Uh, the um, the dance and the Alexander uh, relationships separate. And um, during this time, I learned that I could really change the way that I moved in my dance by thinking very specifically, as we do in um, in our lessons. And I also got tools for dealing with the pain. So. So during with this time, I also realized that the way that I was being in the world, which was very um, what we call type A, very um, rushing around and very kind of pushing through everything and and uh, always fighting with myself somehow to get things right and do it right. And um, also as a dancer, having many different part-time jobs and I was going to school at the same time and was feeling very stressed pretty much all of the time. That was just my norm. So very stressed, uh, still dealing with some amount of pain (laughs) and, um, and, and using my new way of moving in, in dance. So when I finished a BA in literature, I decided I really wanted to stay in movement, that that was my kind of, that was how I could imagine being in the world and working. So I uh, went into the Alexander training uh, 
And that's training to become a teacher of the Alice Training Angels to League. become a teacher, yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I did my training with Frank Ottawell in San Francisco. And during those three years, my day job was working at Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations is a um, sort of clean, well-lighted sex toy and sex book and sex video store. It was started in the 70s by a feminist, um, Joni Blank, and she had the idea that she would have a store that was uh, for all women uh, who didn't want to necessarily go to some of the adult stores that were available um, then. And her whole uh, philosophy was that she wanted women to feel comfortable and she wanted women to get accurate information about sexuality. And she wanted women to not feel uh, judged or shamed or um, pressured in any way. So the way that Good Vibrations runs is that all the staff are uh, go through a training, a sex education training. And um, so as the book buyer, I not only uh, had a sex education training, but I also had many, many opportunities to read very much about all different kinds of sexuality and and uh, some, you know, very um, inaccurate and sort of dreadful <laughs> and some wonderful. And so um, as the person who was making that, that decision, what we would carry um, – you know, I just, I learned a lot in the three years, perhaps more than I even <laughs> wanted to. No, I liked the learning process. Some of the erotica, at that time, we were very politically correct as well. So we chose erotica that we felt was um, kind of happy and wholesome and <laughs> and uh, generative of um, good, good in the world rather than... Um, uh, anything that might be shaming or uh, or racist or misogynist, um, and and now I think it has shifted a little bit. Um, I'm you know I don't work for Good Vibrations anymore, but I would say in the world of erotica, there has been a a lot a shift in that people understand that sometimes fantasies can be some of those nasty bad things, and that doesn't mean the person is going mm-hmm. to be. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a shift in, I think, um, how people um, see erotica these days. Mm-hmm. So, um, and the other thing, uh, the other reason that I come to uh, sexuality and sex education is uh, my partner is the owner of Cleus Press, and Cleus Press has been publishing sex books and uh, erotica and guides, sexuality guides, very good, very accurate ones for. Um, also 25 years. So um, I have a lot of conversations with her about this, and she's also the author of uh, the whole lesbian sex book. So um, there's a lot of um, discussion in our house, very freely and very open and and easy. Um, Also, Felice is a somatic coach who works with people and couples around um, sexuality. Mm -hmm. So so our house is a very uh, open (laughs) kind of place about, about sex. Right. And so when did you uh, start making the connection between what you'd learned with the Alexander Technique and sexuality? I think that that was in my training. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I made the connection uh, before, although 
I, I might have just here a little bit here and there. But in your Alexander training, it's a three-year course. And really, every part of your life, all of the habits and patterns that and, and behaviors and thoughts and, and every part of our character, really, <laughs> is explored. And um, at least in, in our training, it was. And, and I, th- I think that we even had discussions about how our use of our whole being was changing and how that impacted our sec- sexuality. I, I know that we had discussions how it how it might possibly impact <laughs> an affair with a, an Alexander teacher and um, although I've never actually had sex with an Alexander teacher um, you know I've certainly thought about how it might be different in the kind of quality of being that um, that we are um, working towards embodying Right, right. Well, you know, if I could just interject for a second here. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I trained in London in the late uh, 70s, and we never talked about sex and the Alexander <laughs> no. Technique uh, in, 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 this, in the training course. But it did happen one day, kind of by accident, that the three or maybe there were four male members of my class happened to be having tea together after class one day. And the subject came up and we all agreed that that was one of the most profound influences. And yet it had never, and we'd all had that, we'd all had pretty similar experiences. And Really? Yeah. And we were all amazed to discover that we all had the same um you know, had had benefited in that area in the same way, but yet it had never come up in in classes. Sort of right. ironic, um, but uh, that was London in the you know thirty years ago, and when you were training, that was San Francisco. What fifteen years ago? Yes, yes. It's a world of difference. But yes. anyway, uh, so I I think it might be good at this point for 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 you to for someone who's intrigued by this uh, connection to to say a little more specifically how Alexander Technique lessons um, could actually help someone enhance their, their sexuality and their sex lives. Yes. So I think most of us then, um, including your experience in London, um, are experiencing the benefits or the the um the greater pleasure uh, indirectly so as we change our uh, use of ourselves from lessons we become um less tense less uh held we become more aware of sensations through the whole self and so as we are each individually on our own Alexander journey, really, um, we might become aware of of these sort of undoings or allowings or new sensations um, during sex. And just and, just to interrupt for a second, that phrase you used, the uh, use of ourselves, that might not make too much sense to someone who's not in the Alexander world. Could you just say a sentence or two about what you mean by that? Yes, the use of ourselves is how we go about uh, all of our 
daily activities, how we use our bodies and the connection with the body and the mind in our life. So I, I, the self is, is not just the body, the self is not just the mind, the self is the, uh, the whole integrated organism, so to speak. And, and it might be useful to say here that the, this concept of use, spelled U-S-E, uh, that Alexander came up with, was was a pretty interesting idea that hadn't really been thought about before in that he came to realize, and I think anyone who has any Alexander Technique experience comes to realize that there are certain patterns of posture and movement that we tend to carry over into a huge range of activities. Right. So it's not about how you do a particular th- activity, but how you do everything. And I think one of Alexander, this is the guy who developed the Alexander Technique, F. Matthias Alexander, I think one of his big discoveries really was that there's a commonality that cuts across various activities. That's right. Anyway, That's... I just wanted to clarify that for our our, uh, our audience. Anyway, Wonderful. Can... Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have a little bit of jargon, just like uh, many... Uh... The, Alexand- the Alexander yeah. Technique does uh, have a bit of jargon, not a whole lot, but some, and it's pretty important to explain, I think, those the terminology to people. That's anyway, right. um, right. so you were, you were saying? So, so I would say that, um, that indirectly many students of the Alexander Technique would, um, would, be, would come to these kind of um, thoughts or, or or explorations by themselves without any um, direct uh, communication about it with their teacher or their training course or, you know, unless they were, uh, so like you said, like friends or like trainees in a course. So um, so I think we should get back to the, we get on to the topic really of how specifically lessons in the Alexander Technique would help someone with with sexuality. Yes, and I think that there is a overall um, change of one's use of the self Mm -hmm. that um, that is that influences every area of of one's life including sexuality and in my experience with my students uh, I would say, in general, whatever changes they're experiencing, um, they don't come to me about about sex. Occasionally, I have had students speak to me about their um, experiences, and it's always been really delightful, a delightful um, and positive conversation. Um, and it's never been very uh, specific. So that is, I've never had a student come to me and say, well, hey, Constance, while I was having an orgasm last night, what I really noticed was that I wasn't tensing, you know, my thighs as much and therefore da 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 da. But they would bring it up um, in the context of how great their relationship was going or, or, or something like that. Um, so, however, as a, as a sex educator and as someone who feels relatively easy talking about sex, I think that. Um, they might bring it up more with me, um, and if, especially if they know that part of my life. Um, and then, because I'm easy to talk to about it, perhaps I have more conversations than the, the average Alexander Technique teacher would with their student about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never bring it up myself as a, um, um, 
as a topic to to work with in in lessons. I would always wait for the student to um, to broach that subject. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, if somebody is broaching the subject, I will talk about the different ways uh, that the Alexander Technique and the work that we're doing in changing the use of ourself or refining, um, getting, uh, and getting an easier relationship to one's own body, to one's own emotional self, to the world really. And of course, to one's, um, uh, partners or, or relationships, all relationships really. Um, so one of the ways that I see that happening aside from this very indirect, kind of ease that we are going toward is in the specific um, concept of tension and contraction that we humans do whenever there's um, something that startles us or whenever we have anxiety or fear. And it's also a uh, an instinctive response um, as we're coming toward orgasm. So the contractions, which create an orgasm um one can have uh we can, one can tighten one's whole body and sort of very um t- as tight you know and tight and contracted and that that kind of sometimes helps or or creates a an orgasm uh perhaps faster or uh more or something is is people's experience but it's very interesting to explore the opposite so to explore a, an undoing. So as one is coming towards um, arousal and, and going through the whole process, um, one consciously undoes those um, the tightness of the whole body. Not that you don't want to eventually have those contractions that are the delightful orgasm itself, but mm-hmm. that as you're going towards that, there's a, a possibility of being more... Uh, more sensate, that is, experiencing the sensations really throughout the body um, as, the, as you are uh, releasing and um, not contracting as much. So tight muscles don't feel, right? But, mm-hmm. but freer muscles and freer muscles have somehow the sensation, the skin, the touch, the... Um, the quality of sensation is more when the muscles are freer. And that ability to um, release some of the contraction consciously, yes, that's something that um, someone who takes Alexander lessons would be probably a lot better able to do than yes. without the lessons. And well, that that is one of the things that we are learning in lessons is a conscious undoing of tension. Right. And usually we're starting with the head neck and the balance of the head neck. Right. Um, and often we go towards to breath and, and then we are thinking about it, this releasing um, throughout the entire body and we're applying it in different activities. So as I play my violin, I... I think about releasing through my my arms, right, um, as well as other places, of course. But we are getting very specific about how each of us can come to this 
undoing of tension and contraction in our various um the things that we do in our life. And and that's going to be different than someone just saying to themselves, I'd like to be a little more relaxed. Definitely. And because it it because in fact um you 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 in a way, I guess you could say you need a a, a kind of a specific methodology to do that effectively. Yes, and I think that the um the grounding um, of this idea where we begin with the head-neck relationship, the joint at the head-neck, not contracting down, not compressing the head, it's sort of this, this 101. <laughs> this is the beginning um, where we start. But we then we might go to the ankles being free and then to the breath being free. And then there's you know, one is encompassing the whole self and including the habits or the reaction, the emotional reactions as well. So as we, um, in Alexander lessons, become more skilled at undoing and releasing, um, I think that 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 kind of overflows to the to different areas um but it's definitely a skill this this um awareness and i often use the the term proprioception um in lessons the um the sense within so it's not just the kinesthetic sense how we are moving around in space but what's going on internally and how you can actually influence with your intention the um the internal sensations and 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 changes and that ability to use your intention in an effective way that is that is exactly what alexander teachers teach people to do that's the that's the crux that's of what the we crux do of yes the now it <laughs> so. seems to me um that another way in which there might be a, a a connection is let's take someone who comes to lessons because they they have back pain, which is a pretty common reason, actually, for people Certainly taking is. lessons. Now, if you have back pain, uh, that is going to very likely interfere w- with with your sexuality, just in terms of the mechanics, right? Definitely, yeah. So, so that's that's a whole nother. Uh, I mean, it's related to what you were talking about before. Or indeed, if you have any kind of physical pain, that's that's not likely to to help out with with uh, with with your sexuality. Right. Right. So, in the way that um, we will sometimes look at, or often look at the biomechanics of of movement of uh, movement that somebody might do in their daily life. Um, as well as the very basic movements of standing and sitting and walking and bending. The way that we look at that in lessons um, is this is applicable to, to sex as well. So um, there's so many kind of creative ways that one might explore having having sex with somebody that is not necessarily our usual, our traditional model. Um, So I think the more that one understands as you take lessons, how the biomechanics, how the, how the body works most efficiently, um, 
the more kind of options open up as far as how you might explore that in the bedroom or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the living room or the kitchen. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Or on the beach. Exactly. Um, uh, so um, are there other things that you'd like to say on this topic or other connections between the technique and sexuality that you'd like to, to bring out? Well, I think that I think that one of the big things that I consider we we talked about contraction and releasing, mm-hmm. which is kind of I would say sort of the one oh one of talking about Alexander and sex. But there's a there's a sort of larger concept in there, um or an umbrella concept perhaps, of uh presence. And my my own sense of no matter how one is is having sex like let's say you're just going to have a quickie in the kitchen you don't want to be lying around you know breathing and and having sensations for hours <laughs> just <gonna laughs> um it's but it's the kind of quality of presence that you um that the two lovers bring to the to the situation so instead of being like even in that situation in the kitchen, you're going to have a quickie. It's a little bit goal-oriented, right? Um, there's a way that being really sensing the whole self and being connected with self while connected with partner is something that you're developing as an Alexander student in all the areas of your life. So that's the area, I think, to me, that makes love making or 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 sex kind of um better it's the it's the quality that both partners are bringing that is um that is a a a, a state of being really awake to what's feeling what's happening with me and what's happening with you right the mm-hmm. state of really um like like listening and also receiving. So there's a there's a give and take and a receiving and a um, that 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 shifts somehow with the intention. If you have that intention to be um, in that state with somebody, and I think that often we go where we start to talk, think about performance so much that we lose that state. And this is what I hear from you know. Um, just people in, in general, not so much my students, but this is what I've heard a lot in the Alexander training too. Like the idea that instead of being tense about, well, am I pleasing her? Am I doing it the right way? And is she da da da? Rather just letting that presence mm, organically influence what's happening. So what you've just been talking about uh, seems to me. Uh, somewhat analogous to reasons why uh, musicians and actors and dancers often study the technique. At least one of the reasons is to have that sense of presence with themselves and with their audience. So they're open to feedback and and open to a connection between themselves and the audience. Do you see that analogy in, in, in sexuality as well? Oh, definitely. I would say that if you can... If you can create that state of being, if you can invite that, intend that state of being, and you you have the skills to to get there, um, 
there is a spontaneity that um, and a an aliveness that that opens up, and in it is exactly the same as in a performance or um, in in anything in 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 life. And I think that um, the analogy between the performer being with self and with audience and also with the greater environment and of course the performer has his lines and his blocking and all this other stuff um it's the same in in sex right you want to be with yourself and with your partner and you also have whatever ideas you have that you're exploring and techniques that you might want to try or so there's it's really one of the things that um we say in the Alexander Technique is an expanded field of intention, an expanded field of of attention that can include more than um, than is typical for us. So I think that's exactly what we're talking about with performance and with this idea about um, being embodied in a in a fuller way, really, um, with sexuality. Well, I think. Uh, unless there's something else you want to add, this might be a good place to end our interview. Okay. That uh, sounds good to uh, me. All right. Um, I've been speaking today with Constance Claire Newman, an Alexander Technique teacher in the San Francisco Bay Area. And her website is ConstanceClaire.com. Certainly, if you're in the in the Bay Area and what we've been talking about intrigues you, give her a call. And if you're somewhere else, uh, look, see if you could find an Alexander t- Technique teacher and uh, uh, have some lessons yourself. So, Constance, thank you so much for being on on the show today. Thank you so much, Robert. <laughs>